2: Good morning, it is Wednesday, September 21st, this is Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. As always, I am glad you could join us today. We've got a great show. I talked with Jeff Swain and Brandon Carr. I'm going to bring you that sound, as well as offer some analysis, looking ahead to Sunday night's game against the Chicago Bears, but let's just jump right into it. Jeff Swaim is uh, making a name for himself early on this year for the Cowboys. The tight end out of Texas was a seventh-round pick last year. He's actually leading the team in average yards per catch at 16.7. Had a big first down against the Redskins and a a big play, the longest pass play actually, against the Giants in week one. But Dak Prescott and Jeff Swaim have – found a nice connection early on, which is good to see for the Cowboys, Uh, and Swain caught the big, big uh, pass early in the Redskins game to get a first down. Here's what he had to say yesterday in the locker room. Jeff Swain
0: this much this this early in the season um I don't know that you would expect that but it's definitely something that you're ready for because you've been working all camp and uh all preseason to put yourself in that position so uh I don't really think about you know will I get the ball? Will I not get the ball? You're just playing and reacting to what you see. When uh, James Hannah went down after camp, what was going through your head? I mean, did you know right away, hey, I'm going to be counted on a lot, a little bit more because of the fact that they need another player. Well, I think opponent? when you you know one less guy, is everyone has to move up and then and, and play better. Um, but we never really thought about but, oh, oh, no, what do we got to do? We just play ball, and, you know, you just do what you can do, and, you what you can do is if your best is enough, and then it is. Jeff, you weren't used as much as a receiver
2: in college. You feel like you've kind of shown something early on in your pro career that you can be versatile
0: and yeah, be a receiving uh, threat? Yeah, I don't ever question that ability myself. I know myself, you know, better than anyone. So uh, I know I'm able to do those things and uh, it's just having the opportunity to do it is, is a huge part of it. Uh, Texas I wasn't no it's just what I, I wasn't asked to do that. So um, hopefully I can continue to do that here. You also knew what James was how he was blocking the run sure. the importance of his blocking the running game is that a good template for you now that you didn't know how to that, block. Yeah absolutely I mean James does an unbelievable job um, with his footwork and his leverage. Um, and he's one of our best tight ends that as far as blocking is concerned and Whitner are real good at that. Um... So I try to learn from him as much as I can, and uh, then just play my game, too, because my game's different than his, you know, and he plays different than I do. So you take the good things that you feel you can copy from him, and then you just add what, what is yours. Joe, what does it
2: feel like to be the big receiving threat, that <laughs> when they need to make chunks of yards, or the guy leading average yards per
0: catch? I don't know if that was the, uh, the way you scripted or draw it up, but uh, I was happy to be in that position and, and be able to make a play. Uh, you're always expecting, I talk to you after the game, you're always expecting the ball, no matter where you are in the progression, um, and so happened that came my way, and, and just try to make the
2: most of it. Okay, that is uh, the first part of the Jeff Swain interview, and, and you heard him talking about the fourth down play when Jason Garrett rolled the dice in the first half, went to Jeff Swain. This was the Cowboys' second offensive possession. Jeff Swain turned that little uh, screen pass into a 28-yard gain, easily got the first down, but actually. He took more pride in delivering a huge, big-time block on D'Angelo Hall on the first play of that series, which opened up a pathway for Jason Witten to gain, I believe, 25, 28 yards in that range, which kind of dug the uh, Cowboys out of a hole. They started that series on their own six, ended up scoring a touchdown uh, on an Ezekiel Elliott run. But I'm going to play more of that Jeff Swim interview very shortly, but let me remind you all, check out the Locked On Podcast Network. You can get all these shows on Audio Boom or iTunes. Well worth your time. Tell your friends about it. Tell your co-workers. Tell your colleagues. We need your support. Locked On Podcast Network. Check us out. There's the Locked On NFL Podcast. I say it every day, but Matt Williamson does a fantastic job covering all the big news around the league. Locked On Fantasy who to sit? Who to start in week three? Well worth it. Is Jeff Swain kind of a dark horse guy against the Bears? Uh, g- given that you know he's kind of been a big play threat so far for the Cowboys, it, it'll be remains to be seen whether he, he becomes a red zone threat. But uh, definitely check out the Locked On Podcast Networks. And getting back to Jeff Swain, interesting story. The Cowboys drafted him the seventh round of last year's draft. He's a guy who only had 13 catches for 84 yards and one touchdown in two years at Texas. So clearly he's shown a receiving threat and clearly he's determined to show that he can be a receiver that this team can count on. So here, here's more Jeff Swaim from yesterday in the locker room. How better the fourth
0: down catch or the block to uh, get in a little more yards? The block for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's something that I, I'm a, I like playing physical. Um, and Although I think if I got in the end zone, I might have been more happy with catch. So. I've seen you in pregame making some one-handed catches, things uh, like that. Yeah. Are you a better pass catcher, you think, than people give you credit for? Um, I don't know. I don't really think about that, too, to be honest. I don't really think about that too much. That's kind of something that can distract you from what your, um, your goals are and what you need to do. So I don't really... Honestly, I don't really care a whole lot. I'm just out there to, to do my job. Um, and I'm confident in what I can do. So when that time comes, I just try and make the most of it.
2: Jeff, and old cliche is the biggest jump is from rookie to second year. What do you
0: think that is? Because you're kind of a living example of it so far this season. Yeah, I think it's comfortability with the offense. I know that uh, last year, going into training camp and the preseason games, and then getting thrown into the action a little bit later in the year, uh, you don't have the comfortability because you haven't been playing um, and probably don't have the confidence in yourself as much. Uh, And once you start playing a little bit, like I have a little bit more this year, that confidence starts coming with your game a little bit. Uh, There's still a lot to clean up. I mean, I know personally, just watching the film, there's a lot of things I need to clean up, um, technique and footwork and whatnot, but uh, I think comfortable in the offense, not having to think as much is a big part. What are you looking
1: forward to week three? It'll
0: be good. Yeah, it'll be good. the season goes by real quick once you start it. You know, camp and preseason kind of drags on, but once once the season starts, everything speeds up. So uh, we're just trying to stay in the now and stay focused on what we can control.
1: You
0: Honestly, we haven't had a chance yet to look at a lot. I've, i watched them last night a little bit. Um, and They're a good defense. You know, I don't think they get a lot of credit for. They are a real good defense. Um, they're physical and they're fast. So we'll be ready for them. We just gotta we gotta get them take care of business now and, and prepare the right way. Yeah.
2: All right, that was Jeff Swaim,
0: and as you heard, they are already
2: kind of looking ahead to the Bears. They will look at that film today, really kind of get the game plan set, and uh, this is a perfect time to remind you all, if you want to go to AT&T Stadium to watch the Bears and Cowboys this Sunday night, there's no better place than Seat Geek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit. Whether that's the 50-yard line, the club seats, or the upper level. I have the SeatGeek app myself. On my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. But best of all on SeatGeek, by listening to Locked On Cowboys, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app on your phone like I have. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LO Cowboys. That's L-O-COWBOYS for Locked On Cowboys. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LO Cowboys today. And getting back to real quick on the Jeff Swain, I, I think you've seen him progress, and this is kind of, and you heard me ask him about the jump from rookie year to the second year, and it's all about getting more control within the offense. And I also think Jeff Swain has shown and progressed so much that he has surpassed Gavin Escobar on the depth chart. And I think Jason Garrett says it all the time, and Jeff Swain is living proof that Garrett is telling the truth when he says it doesn't matter what round you're drafted. When you're in those doors, it's a competition, and Jeff Swain has gotten more snaps than Gavin Escobar, a second-round pick out of San Diego State who hasn't really lived up to expectations because he's excelled. Jeff Swain's a better blocker than Escobar, and he's shown an ability to catch the ball and be a threat in the passing game. So it's it's nice to see, especially for Cowboys fans, to see a seventh-round pick who, you know, some seventh-round picks don't even last two years in the league. And it looks like Jeff Swain's got a bright future. So Uh, It it was good to see him, at least from a Cowboys perspective, carry it up and carry on and and get to that point. Uh, And and as promised, let's go right. Let's switch over to the defensive side. The defense has really stepped up. They stepped up in week two, turned the short field. You know, the the Redskins started – inside the Cowboys 40 twice and twice they settle for field goals those are huge game situation wins on the defensive front and nobody's been better than the secondary Brandon Carr made first off the Redskins had several possessions in the red zone very odd play calling decisions by the Redskins they went to TCU product Josh Doxon A local kid who should do good things. But to expect Josh Doxon, who missed a lot of training camp in the preseason, to just waltz in and start catching fake passes in red zone situations clearly did not work out. And Brandon Carr made a few nice plays. Mo Claiborne made a nice play to knock the ball away from Doxon. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things where – it was just very interesting play calling by the Redskins. But here's uh, what Brandon Carr had to tell us reporters uh, yesterday.
1: When you division games, you know, we got a tough road win. And, you know, just any win in the NFL, um, it feels good because it's hard to come by each and every week. And
2: now you've got the Bears on Sunday. What do you see
1: out of them? <laughs> I nice see everybody um. You no, know, they got a quarterback change, or we don't. We don't know what's going on with that. But um, just from the outside, um, the receivers—they got some some big receivers, and big targets. Uh, they stress the ball down the field. I'm not afraid to push the ball down the field. Um, you know, just going to be up to us to go out there and execute. Um, you know, clean up from last week and continue to build the great things we did last week as well.
0: I know you haven't had a chance to study the Bears this week, but I know you have some product knowledge on uh, Alshon, one of the big guys. And also, did you go against Eddie Boyle when he was with Denver?
1: Yeah, I went against Eddie a few times. they have some a good receiving core. You know, Eddie Royal is a solid uh, veteran player uh, who's been in the league for many of years, making plays. Um, and also, they have uh, Jeffries on the outside, who's a big target, in stretch the field, uh, can make all the plays for those guys. So we're gonna have our hands full in the back end, but uh, you know, something we look forward to each and every week. Brandon, as a team, you guys only had eight picks last year. How important you got the one in week one? Barry got one last week. Uh, just to build on that. Um, well, you know, the name of the game is takeaways. Um, that's that's the most important stat in football. Um, we can go get the ball and get back to our offense. And you've seen um, in the last two weeks, just some of our takeaways, we created points off of those. That's going to be big for us moving forward. Um, just got to create more turnovers um, through the area and we'll fumble. So we're just going to keep harping on that um, every single week. Can I go home? <laughs>
2: All right, that was Brandon Carn. You heard him talk about the interceptions and how important those are. A guy who is desperate for an interception is Morris Claiborne. He had, he has not had a pick since 2014, September 2014 in St. Louis. The Rams are now playing in Los Angeles, so maybe it's Mo Claiborne's week next or week this week to break that interception drought. So. We will see. There will be plenty more analysis Thursday and Friday on Locked On Cowboys. I'll get bring more sound from the locker room. Again, Jeff Swaim and Brandon Carr were generous to meet with us today. and I hope you enjoyed their interviews, their insight. Jeff Swaim, I think, is a very interesting story. A guy you should definitely pay attention to going forward. Again, I am Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Check out telegram.com for all your Cowboys coverage. Shoot me uh, an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. Let me know your feedback, what I can do better, what you want to hear, different topics, different thoughts. Or shoot me a Twitter message, a tweet, at Drew Davison, D-R-E-W-D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Again, this is Locked on Cowboys. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. Feel free to reach out. Until next time, take care.
0: the list.